Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Tia. It's been a Mississippi minute, but we bite, baby. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Ja. And yep, we back at it like a crack at it. It's your girl, Jiggy, a.k.a. Tanika. Listen, pull up on us. It's time to cut up. Cause we back. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl Koji, and we're back. Pink Sunday Radio. A, what it was like um, if you happen to be a member of the LGBTQ plus community. What it was like coming out and sharing your truth, or if your truth was exposed without. Um, you know, you weren't ready for it to come out, and it did. Or just the time that you were, you've been exposed for something in general. I mean, that can always be, um, you know, a frustrating time where you're confronted with something that was supposed to stay in the dark but was brought to the light. And um, honestly, I will say when I announced to the Facebook community that was my world at one point in time that um, that I was biromantic as well as um, what I call two-spirited but non-binary. It was rather uneventful, um, but probably also because I ended it with, if you got something to say, tell it to your mama and the block button is free. So... <laughs> Um, but it was really uneventful. Um, nobody really cared. So, um, and I just was like, okay, I could have kept that to myself, honestly, because um, I don't think that it's the way that I present myself to the world that it matters. So, um, but I will say there was a time that was really hard for once that I laugh at now where I was, more of my business was exposed, but it was more so like the person I was involved with exposed me um, because that's what they did. <laughs> they um, tricked women into, I won't say tricks, but they, you know, um, showed interest and got women in this particular workplace that I was in to, like, date them. And, you know, as soon as they smashed, it was like, let me get back to everyone and let everyone know um, what took place. So, I mean, I've been a victim of that. Um, However, I'll say the light, and I guess I thought this was going to be more funny, but (laughs) it's not. Uh, But for me, I was able to flip it. Um, I'm a type of person that when you try to make a fool out of me, we all going to be a fool. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you want to embarrass me? Oh, we all are going to be embarrassed. So, yeah, he um, he put his he put the business out in the street, and, yeah, it was one of those messy kind of workplaces where everybody thought they had to see. 
And for the longest time, I really didn't speak on it, even though I knew people were whispering and, you know, talking about it. And I found out that this was common. Like, this was almost a game that everybody knew that he was going to prey on me in this way. And so when I got the opportunity where I was faced with it, I flipped it on his head, and he was the one with his mouth hanging open and and looking stupid, you know, and I never um, I never had to really hear about that anymore. And honestly, weirdly enough, like, I feel like I'm being very vague because, <laughs> like, I feel like I'm being very vague because, I mean, it is like a subject matter, you know, we had, you know, um, we had sex, and then he went to tell everybody, you know, and he was like, he was really bragging. He was like, yeah, you know, I got her, da, 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 da. And I was like, uh, I don't know what you're telling anybody for. That didn't even feel like nothing. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have told anybody that mess. You know, but nobody had ever stood up to him before. Like, all the other girls had literally felt shame and left. And I was just like, oh, you want to tell somebody about that night? I, I was waiting to get your fat ass up off me. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, you was breathing heavy. And I was like, dude, if you guys think I'm thin now, this was so long ago that I was maybe, maybe 120 pounds. Maybe. Probably not. You know, and I'm not a person of body shame. But in this particular, because I was with him, right? Like, I was I was into it, obviously. But it's like he wanted to make a fool of me. So now I'm going to make a fool of you. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, it wasn't as nice as I feel like Wody and Murda's little moment is where, you know, Murda's exposed in this moment. And Wody's just kind of like, hey, it's just me. Keep that shit to yourself. Mine was like public embarrassment. Or at least he tried to be. So, I don't know. What about you guys? What do you guys, have you had any moments where either A, you were something of yours that you wanted to keep secret was exposed or you've seen somebody get exposed or, you know? Um, I, since you, you brought up this, this topic as a potential uh, bonus episode, I've been trying to think of, like, an occasion that I was exposed. I don't know. I'm just, like, inherently a very private person, and I don't, like, mix different parts of my life. So mm-hmm. exposing me doesn't really happen because, like, you can't. Like, mm-hmm. I keep friends apart. It's, I, I, I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day like I don't know if my family is just weird but we don't bring like casual relationships around the family I don't know why I was thinking about this but like probably my 10 closest cousins I've never seen like any boyfriends girlfriends except the people that they eventually married and like if you aren't married I've never met or you've never brought, like, a just casual boyfriend around. So, like, in my family and with my friends group, like, those casual kind of things don't mix. So I've never been exposed in anything. Like, my work friends don't mix with my family. Casual relationships don't mix. 
to my but you can't expose me really to anybody. So I don't know. I don't really, really have anything to, to share here as far as being exposed just because of that. And just because I, like, I, I'm not really a sharer, so I don't give people, I mean, I guess that's trust issues. I don't give people information that could expose me. I'm a very yeah, much take stuff to my that. grave kind of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have loved to take my stuff to to my grave, but he thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here now, like, dang, maybe I should. <laughs> but honestly, everybody already knows. But this was so long ago. This was like 20 years ago. How about you, uh, Tia? So I'm bisexual and heteroromantic. So I have sex with women. I don't choose to have relationships with women. Just because I've always, so for years I always thought two women in a relationship, that's way too many emotions, no thanks. Um, as I've realized I'm a little bit of a cyborg and I'm, I don't really have a lot of emotions, it probably could work um, at this age, but I mean, I'm also a lot older than then. I probably was a lot more emotional when I was a whole lot younger. Um, so now I, I probably would. Um, have a relationship with a woman, but I've always been heteroromantic where my relationship ideal was with a man. I tend to say, I don't, I've never like come out or been exposed. I'm kind of like Tanika, I'm super like private. Like, I even talk more to you guys, all the stuff that I've said about like stuff going on with me than like anybody. I'm just not. But on the flip side, it's kind of like something. Tanika said about Teak before that she doesn't think he's necessarily in the closet. It's more like he's private, but if you ask Teak, yeah, like, niggas, like, and what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Teak is kind of like, and, I, and I'm kind of that person because me and my best friend have talked about it. Like, anyone close to me knows I'm bisexual. I don't, it's not something that I necessarily tell people, but it's not anything that I'm hiding either because, and I'm more liable to like, we'll never have a conversation, but I pop up and be like, this is my wife, such and such. <laughs> and like, that'll be that. Like, it, it's not like a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, she's married to a woman. Got it. Like, that's much more likely to be my thing. So I've never really, that, the coming out, I understand the coming out in the queer community. I don't, I've never been in to be out. You know, I discovered being bisexual in college. So, and in college, it's somewhat, so I went to Spelman, all girls, my house is all boys. And like, we get down to get down at Spelman. Like, I'm just saying like that. Like, I think when you are at an all girls school, if that is something that's inside of you, you're definitely going to explore it. So it was definitely explored at Spelman. And like I said in the previous bonus, college is where I got really exposed to, like, sex work, stripper culture, that kind of stuff. So in the college environment, I don't want to say it was a badge of honor, but it wasn't in my college experience, I should say, it wasn't looked down upon. And then naturally I've kind of been – in those communities where a good portion of my married friends swing. And, like, both of them, like, the men have sex with other men, the women have sex with other women, they have sex with each other, all kind of stuff. But it's 
because these are my kind of my different little communities every and i'm not judgmental so it's and i think because of that i'm not around those type of people now my husband is one of those people that's very much like he doesn't he's he's a conservative he's a republican super conservative and yes he's black a republican super conservative (laughs) And, and so it's he's like any all anything queer is a no for him. Like how some men are like gay men is bad, but they love the idea of women having sex together and seeing that. My husband is a that's bad too kind of guy. He knows that I'm bisexual, but it's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Like we never talk about it. But my husband is also one of those people like. You don't talk about anything really that's happened in your past. Like, he was never, he never wanted to know about old sex partners, male or female, or any of that kind of stuff. So, I say that to say the other people in my life that might be judgmental, they know I'm not hiding it. I just, that's just not something I explore with them. They know it's part of my reality. They might overhear me having the conversation with someone else. They're not going to get in the conversation to, like, tell me it's bad or anything like that. They're also not joining the conversation to say it's good. And that's kind of my thing. I don't get exposed because I'm one of those people, I'm going to spray you with my own, like, you can't spray me with my own tea. Like, so I'm going to tell you before you can tell anybody else. And because I'm super private, like I said, it's a private without hiding anything. Like, I'm not, not, like, I'm not purposely not telling you. I just don't fuck with you like that. So that's why you don't know if I right. fuck with you like that. If I fuck with you like that and it came up, like it would. Like I got people I've known for years that did not have siblings because I'm not close to my siblings, so I don't talk about them. So like in a conversation, my sister got married. I so said, yeah, my sister got married. <laughs> this person that has known me for like ten years was like, you got a fucking sister, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it wasn't like I didn't hide it. I just I don't fuck her like that, so it just never come up. So I don't know. That's kind of my thing. When you suggested this job, though, I was like, the reason I want to talk about it in terms even of the show, the first season I kind of had some issues with Unc and Murda on Unc's side because I kind of feel like. She was forcing him to come out, or I felt like that watching the first season. And I absolutely hate the idea of somebody being outed when before they're ready. And I always felt like in the first season, and a little bit of the second season, I felt like Unc was almost like forcefully outing murder. And I I thought it was interesting. Like, I, I, I see how it could happen because Unc has always been Unc. She's always been loud and proud in who she is. So although she's part of the community and understands what coming out is to people, Unc, like me, has never necessarily come out because she's never been in. So I, I understand that that may be part of it because to her it's like, just tell people. But at the same time, she does fully understand the consequences. So I always, it has bothered me throughout the series. I don't know if anyone else has felt like I feel that 
the way Ankh was approaching murder coming out was kind of forceful? Well, I didn't think that she was forcing him. I, well, see, for, so from my perspective, and I think it's really interesting that your perspective was that season one she was trying to force him out. I would love to go in more dialogue about that um, at a time. But I felt like he kind of came off initially that he was ready because he was asking her, when are you going to let me take you out? You know, I'm going to take anywhere you want to go. Just tell me where you want to go. So I think in her mind, he was ready to take it there. And um, so then she's like, okay, let's go. And he's like, uh, we about that business right now. I don't <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what the fuck you doing. You know, and I don't, I feel like she did get it prior to um, him asking her to take, you know, pressing her even. Tell me anywhere you want to go. You want to go to Hot Wing King? Okay, we can go there. I mean, the hot wing cap, the hot wing castle. See, I'm all on the hot wing king. Lord have mercy. Um, and then in season two, I felt like it wasn't that she was forcing him out, but more so is that I am out and I am free and I intend to continue to live out and free. If you want to be with me, that is going to have to be what it is because I'm not hiding myself. And I don't, I realize that, you know, maybe at this big age, I don't want to be in the closet, you know. And I respect that you, because I feel like when she cut him loose, it was like, I respect that you're not ready. And and per your career, you need to keep things under wraps. So let's just not. I, I, I you know, like I just felt mm-hmm. like it was more of a, like, this is how I want to live my life. And you're not ready to live your life like that, so then we need to 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 go our separate ways. I think uh, for me, I don't think I ever looked at it as if Unk was ever asking Murda to come out. I I don't think she did that. I think it was more her not wanting to be a secret. And even though those two things sound sound the same, like not keeping me a secret and you have to come out, I, I don't think they were. I think her expectations from him really changed after what he did for Murder Night because going into it, she 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 expected to be his secret. Um, and then, like you said, he was in her face telling her, you know, we don't have to suck and fuck in the dark. Just tell me where you want to go. I'll take you anywhere you want to go. We can go out. And then she believes him, and it doesn't turn out that way. And she comes to the realization, well, okay, I I don't want to be a secret, so you have to figure something out. But I don't think she ever asked him to come out. And for me, as the season went on, at the end of season two, I expect Ramai's where, okay, Wody knows, and the people that are important to me know, but he's not putting his, his career in jeopardy, that kind of some kind of middle ground there that would have been acceptable to Unk and made her not feel as if she was a secret, but also didn't really jeopardize everything that, that murder had worked for and, and put his career in jeopardy. So I don't know if that answers the question, but. Yeah, no, I can see all those facts, but I don't know why 
Because when I look back on it, I, like, now that I'm, like, looking back, I kind of see, because me and my best friend talked about this a lot, like, during the first season when we were kind of at the same level of fandom that I have super surpassed, so we don't <laughs> talk as much about it anymore. But that was my thing, and he kind of said the same thing. He's a gay man, and he kind of said the same thing. He's like, I don't feel like she's forcing him out. I feel like, because my, my best friend is out. And he like, and he's a not he's he's not DL, but he is a like in business environments. He's very aware of he's probably not bringing his husband to the gala or that kind of thing. Um, but if you again, if you know him, you know he's gay. But that was his thing because when he dates, it's the same. That's he explained kind of what y'all said. It's he's out and he's just not gonna mess with a DL dude. Because he's gone through everything that he has with his family, his friends, opportunities maybe he's been passed up for, friends that maybe he's lost, all of those things to get to this point where he's out and he's proud. And he grew up here in the south, um, in southern Atlanta and southern Georgia, so comes from that fire and brimstone, churchy kind of family that even to this day, they'll, like, send him a pamphlet about how homosexuality is bad. And he'd be like, if you don't get this the fuck out of my face and just keep the moving, and they keep it moving. But the fact that he even goes through that, he said, there's no way in the world that I could then be with a person that's totally hiding themselves and has no idea what that experience is like or is like me and has always been out. And it's in his in the community in the black gay male community, almost all of the dating is apps. It's either clubs or apps. My best friend is not a club dude, so it's apps. And that's like in addition to the diseases and everything else, one of his first questions is, Are you out? Because for him, that's like an instant deal breaker. So I can see what you guys are saying because Nico has talked about this with Uncle Clipper. And why, um, pretty much what I just said about my best friend at the interview that Nico did and said, the reason why she kind of was on murder's neck about coming out is because there's no way you go through what Uncle Clifford goes through and are still so proud and out about who you are as a person and then date someone that's hiding who they are as a person. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible. So... I see both sides, but yeah, first season, and I don't know why, I just was like, that, The, the it, I think it's 108 specifically, when we get to that, when it was like, I always thought it was weird, because they had never had a conversation about coming out, so her putting her hand on his shoulder in the VIP was kind of like, y'all haven't had that conversation, and then she's like mad because he's not coming out, it just bothered me, but I do see your side as well. Do we have anything else on the coming out being exposed? What's up, Pink Posse? Have you heard the word? I know you've heard the word because there is a resounding celebration happening right now. Here at Pink Sunday Radio, we want to send a big shout out to the Pink Posse for all the love and support they have been showing us and P-Valley for the last month and a half. Because you know what? The results 
where three out of six categories won. Best Drama Series, check. Best Actor in a Drama Series, check. Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series, check. Congratulations to P-Valley, congratulations to Nico Amin, and congratulations to Miss Loretta Devine. We are truly, truly proud of Pink Posse and the cast and crew. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate y'all for listening to the show. You can find us on Blog Talk Radio by using the link bit.ly slash Pink Sunday. For Apple Podcasts, go to PinkSundayRadio.com. Make sure at the listen to the replay, you leave a five-star rating in the review, as well as a subscribe. For Google Podcasts, go to PinkSundayRadio.com slash Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify at PinkSundayRadio.com slash Spotify. Hope to see y'all at the next episode. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.